We've been discussing the story of our great redemption. And you got to go back and, and, and study all that we've said before to get a good foundation for what we're getting ready to say now. If you haven't done so, I recommend that you do. I'm going to quote to you some of the scriptures we've been looking at, give you a short understanding of what we've been saying. I'm not going to discuss it at length again, but I will say some key things and quote to you some key scriptures like Acts 2.27, when Peter preached on the day of Pentecost and he was quoting from the book of Psalms and he was talking about Jesus and his sacrifice. And he said, because you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you give your Holy One to see corruption. We've said over and over again, we're going to continue to say it, Hades is exactly the same word used for the hell of flames and torments that the wicked rich man was taken to in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 24. That is where Jesus was suffering for three days and three nights for us until God the Father brought him up out of there and Jesus' soul was released from that torturous pains of the realm of the dead. Jesus went to hell in our place, we've said, because he suffered for us what we would have had to suffer. Notice again what the scripture says happened to Jesus in his death. Number one, Jesus became the curse for us, Galatians 3.13. Number two, Jesus became sin for us. Jesus was made to be sin with our sin, as the old King James Version translates it in 2 Corinthians 5.21. No, he didn't have any curse of his own. He didn't have any sin of his own. And he certainly didn't become the serpent on the pole with his with something evil that he had done no he was he was bearing our sins our transgression our curse our death the death and the curse that had come upon all humanity and again we said yesterday that Jesus became the serpent on the pole John 3:14 everything he suffered for us was to make you and me free amen and as you get deeper into this message the greater your freedom will become from any part of the curse or death because Jesus bore it all for you. Thank God. Because he did, I never have to bear any of it. Now that is what this message is all about. In conclusion, Jesus was made a curse, he was made sin, and he became the serpent on the pole. Now let me read to you what happens to the cursed. Remember, Jesus became the curse for us. Now, let me tell you what happens to the curse. I'm, I'm going to read to you from Matthew 25, verse 41. Then he will also say to those on the left, Go away from me, cursed ones, into the everlasting fire, having been prepared for the devil and his angels. Now, that's Jesus went into that fire for us. He suffered for us. He suffered in that domain of darkness and death and the devil and his angels. That's, that, that's, that's where he suffered for us for three days and nights. The cursed ones are told to depart to the hell of fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And of course, again, I'm going to mention it again one more time. Galatians 3.13 declares 
that Jesus became the curse for us. Because of this fact, hell received the spirit and soul of Jesus, somehow thinking that maybe the sin and the separation from God was his own. But it wasn't. It was Jesus went to hell with all of our curse of death and sickness and disease and destruction and pain and poverty and spiritual death. And he did it to pay the price for our complete and total deliverance. That means that whatever part of the curse is hanging on to an individual, thank God they can go free from it right now in the name of Jesus because he paid it all. Amen. We'll come back with more on the next study.